This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hello, everybody. I'm Jesse Waters, along with Katie Pavlich, Jessica Tarlov, Jillian Turner, and Tyrus. It's 5 o'clock in New York City, and this is The Five. Another jam-packed day of Trump legal tornadoes ripping across courtrooms in America. The former president showing up in a Florida court on his classified documents case. There was no ruling there yet, but the real action was in Georgia, where it was part one season finale for Furious Fanny and Loverboy. A judge says he will decide her fate in about two weeks. Will she get the final rose and stay on the Trump case? Or will she be disqualified and have to pack her bags? The star-crossed lovers showing up for the closing arguments and getting literally seated one person away from one another. Kind of awkward. Today, the defense doubling down that the relationship between Willis and Wade began in 2019, which contradicts sworn testimony by the lovers that it started in 2022. Earlier this week, Nathan Wade's former law partner and divorce attorney, Terrence Bradley, testified about his knowledge of the relationship, and his memory was a lot like Biden's. I do see that message, but I do not recall. You don't recall texting this? I don't recall any any specific uh, dates. I do not recall. I do not recall how it came up. I can't recall what the conversation was. I don't recall that. At this time, I don't recall. No, I, I, I don't recall. But there was a key text message. He did seem to recall. Do you think it started before she hired him? You see that? That damning text message could be game over. Terrence Bradley blowing up the Fannie Nathan timeline by texting absolutely when asked if the relationship began before Willis hired Wade in November 2021. Bradley says he was just speculating. But today, Trump's lawyer disagreed. The most obvious indication that Willis and Wade were not truthful on the point of timing, and that's Bradley. Ms. Merchant says, do you think it started before she hired him? Mr. Bradley says, absolutely. Now, absolutely is not a speculative word. That's not speculation. That's a definitive statement. Dang, Tyrus. Dang, dog. (laughs) They got me, dog. It's the horrible wingman. Worst wingman (laughs) in the history of the game. Sorry. (laughs) 
So I had bad. to tell her. So bad. Uh, look, I honestly don't want to watch any more of this. I'm going to wait for the reenactment. Oh, you know, uh, Jesse, back when we were kids, time. when we stayed home from school, the rare times when we weren't diligently trying to right. get to where we are today. Yes. There was a show. There was this great show that came on, and it was re- it was actors in divorce court. It was like a divorce court thing, and it was all the drama and excitement. This had none of that. Like, none, this is the, the worst thing that anyone wants to see when it has to do with lawyers who are seeking justice. They're corrupt. They're, they're sleazy. All the things that... You wouldn't want to see someone who's pursuing the, 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 the fight for justice is so corrupted. It's like you can't even get to court without this without this junk like this. It doesn't help the American people. We're all dumber for seeing this. It's <laughs> wasting our day poor. We missed like 20 minutes of Cavuto. That's so, you know how hard that is for me. So it just get to the point. The judge is going to take two weeks. Make up your mind. Were they inappropriate or not? Looks like they were. Move on. Are we going to see the case? That's the real issue. The American people, we want to, we want to get on and get ready to vote. You know what I'm saying? And, like, get on with it. If you're, going to get, if you're going to go after him, come get him. But at least get some people with some integrity. I'm going to put you on the hot seat, Jillian. Dang. <laughs> Does Fanny get DQ'd? In a way, it doesn't really matter. Why? Because um, here's the deal. She might go down in flames. She might get taken off this case. But it's likely, according, not according to me, but according to the legal experts, that it's likely this case in some form is going to go forward anyway. Trump's going to have to face maybe the same charges. Basically, what's going to happen if she does get pulled from this case, right, the state of Georgia is going to reassign it to some other district attorney, and then it'll be up to them. They'll likelihood, again, according to all the legal experts, is that they're going to push these charges forward in some form. So the trial is going to happen. All of this, as Tyrus said, is really a salacious sideshow. The other problem is where on earth are you going to find a jury now that's not going to be tainted by all this salacious stuff? It reminded me, it, it, you feel like if, if Fonnie Willis does move this case forward, it's like when you go to a, a movie and like the lead actor is going through some like horrible divorce in the tabloids and you feel like you know too much about them and you can't get into the role. You know, you can't. It's a distraction. It's a big distraction. Everyone is tainted. How tainted do you feel, Jessica Tarloff, just all the way up here in New York? I know the taint can travel across state lines. <laughs> do you believe that this will get calendared favorably to the president if she is DQ'd and push it back? Well, there's been a development on what favorably to the president means today, and that happened in Florida. So Judge Cannon um, had Jack Smith's team down there, and Jack Smith has advised her that actually that 60-day rule, so the idea is that if it's too close to an election, you can't bring a case, right, because then that would count as election interference, doesn't actually apply to this because he's already been indicted and the case would have already started being litigated. So that really changes the scope of what we are talking about with the D.C. trial. So the Supreme Court will take that up April 22nd. Maybe they'll wait until the end of their term, right, and we won't get something until the end of June, but then there's a chance that you get your 88 days. That's what Judge Chutkin has said uh, the Trump team would get and then thinks about three months to do this. So that puts him in the heat of campaign season, sitting in a courtroom. if He's going to show up for it. And then the ruling coming around the election and the same could be true in Florida. So that has really scrambled all of this. The Trump team, Jillian's totally right. They're throwing stuff at the wall, just trying to get delays on everything. He's asked for after the election in every possible circumstances that he can get. It doesn't look like he's going to get it. And that the argument, oh, 
well, I need to be out on the campaign trail is falling on deaf ears because it's not really a good enough excuse, right? It, you've gone through an indictment process, and that's what's most important about the Fonnie Willis and Nathan Wade situation. What they did and where they texted from and whose burner phone hooked up to whose cell phone tower doesn't change the content of the indictment. Well, and well, it doesn't, it doesn't because even if you show a quote conflict of interest, either the semblance or the appearance of impropriety are a direct one. And I don't think now that we found out that they were staying at the double tree in Napa. Remember, we're talking about caviar. They went back to a double tree. Is mm-hmm. that the lifestyles of the rich and famous? Well, maybe I'm not Nathan sure. paid for the hotel and she paid for the wine tasting. You don't know. Well, doesn't it have to be the other way for this to have worked out the way that the Trump team is. I'm only oh, saying that's how she's claiming because she paid cash. Or you can't which she pay can't for the prove. Four Seasons in cash. Right. So I, I'm, be be fair, no Katie, I feel like some people in the lobby at the Four Seasons are definitely paying in cash. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're going to, if you're going to indict people you for breaking the law, you should not be breaking the law yourself. And throughout this process of the digging up the dirt and all of the, everything that we've seen, there's a big questions about whether they were telling the truth under oath. And you also, in this text that says, just date him, don't hire him. Finding Willis ended up giving this guy money inappropriately in violation of the law because of the way that the campaign campaign funds were mixed. So if you're going to take the moral high ground and say that Donald Trump is the most corrupt ever and we have to do something to stop him, maybe you shouldn't be corrupt in yourself and your own behavior. But I'm just disappointed that throughout this whole thing, they were smart enough not to take those cruise pictures and post them because it would have been really nice to have those in evidence that, to see. We don't see. know that to be true. We yet, don't. Though. We don't have them yet. But I, I'm just sad they weren't in evidence. To see it would Nathan be Wade in a bathing suit. <laughs> no, no, she just, I'm just wanted saying, the concrete evidence. I just wanted to. Jesse, can I throw something at you? Yeah, throw something. Because this will hold you. You think they knew from jump? The lawyers knew that this was just a chance for them to make money. That there was no real case here. Because if I was trying to beat you, I'd bring in, bring in the best and brightest. I wouldn't bring in. I wouldn't they had to my, bring in. My, hey, I'd bring in Fulton my kids. Hey, kids, you're going to file for daddy because this Jesse Waters thing is going to make us a lot of money, and I'll pay you each a wonderful salary, and of course, I'll protect it for you till you get older because that's what yeah. good parents do. So, what I'm just saying is, yes. you, it's starting to feel like, listen, this isn't much of a case, but we can make some money and get famous. So she's bringing in all her people closer because it doesn't make sense to me. You want to beat supposedly the the orange dragon. Yeah. And say, like, this would be huge. This court victory would be monstrous for her. Right. I would be trying to, I'd be trying to dig up every... She's a government bit. employee. She's not making any more money from Sometimes the heart wants oh, what the heart, heart wants. wants. Thank you. Can I you say know one more thing real quickly about the judge, <laughs> yes, though, and the pressure on the judge? So he is appointed by the governor, Brian Kemp, mm-hmm. and he has to get reelected. And he's in Fulton County, where Fonnie Willis is very popular. And given the way the left explodes and riots against decisions they don't like, there's a lot of pressure for him to keep her on the bench. Are you saying that the good people of Fulton County would riot? I'm not saying. I'm just saying. That is a high bar. Even for the people of Fulton County, that is a high bar. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be seeing uh, January 6th for Fonnie. Or maybe uh, (laughs) summer 2020. All Better right. example. Well, let's everybody stay calm in Fulton County. Dang. Except Nathan Wade. You go. Dang. The dust settling on those dueling border visits. Donald Trump slamming Joe Biden for turning it into a war zone. In the white room with black curtains near the station. I'm Tony Steen. Digital. Well, 
Welcome back. The battle for the White House headed south this week to the U.S. border with Mexico. President Biden, Donald Trump visiting two sectors with wildly different migrant apprehension rates amid this ongoing crisis. Now, after surveying a crossing point that's becoming really the heart of the crisis with some top Texas officials, Trump then blasted Biden for allowing things, as he put it, to really get out of control. Listen. It's the worst border ever in the history of the world. There's never been a border where 15, 16, maybe 18 million people have already crossed. And I think nobody has any idea what the number is. You know, the gotaways, they don't know what the gotaways are. We have millions and millions of people, and they come from jails and prisons. They come from uh, mental institutions. I tell you, you come to Texas, this is now a war zone. And they view it as a war zone. And Mexico's doing nothing to help us. Despite a spate of violent migrant crime this week, President Biden did not address the murder of Georgia nursing student Lakin Riley while he was at the border. Riley was laid to rest earlier today in Georgia. Police there charging an undocumented Venezuelan man with killing her while she was jogging last week in Athens. Republicans, meanwhile, are accusing Democrats of trying to divert attention away from the border with this argument. This immigrant crime narrative is racist. It's not true. Donald Trump is out here saying that we're poisoning the blood of this country, and the facts actually don't bear that out. Well, this invasion rhetoric is just absolutely disgusting. It's xenophobic. It's racist. Go to Ukraine. You see what an actual invasion looks like. So right now, Jesse, really for the first time, the polls for the general election are starting to reflect that the border crisis, immigration is gearing up to be maybe the number one issue for some general election voters. Do you think Biden's trip yesterday hurt him or helped more? I think it hurt because he's down 35 points on the issue, which is the number one issue in this country, according to Gallup Immigration. And if you're the president and you're getting hammered by this big of an advantage, and then you go down to the border and you draw attention to the border... He brought every news camera in the country to the border and everybody's just reminded about how he's blown it to smithereens. The way the president, former one, talks about this in military terms is smart because it's a Trojan horse. You're getting tens of thousands of Chinese nationals. We know they're deputized as spies by the CCP. This whole thing is being run by drug cartels, the funneling, the human smuggling, the trafficking. You're bringing in massive amounts of fentanyl, not to mention just the criminal element. You're bringing in people that are raping kids. They're killing women. They're they're assaulting cops and, and, and flipping us the bird. And to say that there's no relationship between migration and crime is pretty dumb because we don't know the relationship between migration and crime because sanctuary cities hide it. If you're an illegal alien and you get popped for anything in a sanctuary city, the sanctuary cities don't tell the FBI. So at the end of the year, when you look at all of the statistics, they don't show up in the statistics. Meanwhile, all these guys like the newcomer, as they're calling them, who murdered Lake and Riley when she was out on a job is classified as white in the police report. So you're, it's, it's obfuscating the entire issue. Um, the fact that they're calling them newcomers, that they've gone from illegal aliens, that's offensive, asylum seekers, now we're at newcomers. Katie, we are losing the language war here. They're going to start calling them lovers pretty soon, and they're going to say Republicans hate lovers. And, you know, this is what they do. As long as it's not brothers, I'm good. <laughs> um, so, Jessica, Republicans have been obviously hammering the president for not going to the border, not going to the border. So now he went to the border, right? 
They are critical of the sector he decided to visit. Mm -hmm. They say that he brought up the wrong things in his speech yesterday, climate change. He left out the wrong things, Lake and Riley. Is there anything he could have done to avoid some of that criticism or the books were cooked? (laughs) I'm getting a message from the Republican Oracle. He should have resigned. But you obviously missed the show yesterday when, I forgive you, though. No, I, watched, I watched the well, show every night. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, nice. Where I said, there is nothing President Biden could do that would appease the Republicans. It's impossible. It has to do with election season. It also has to do with blind hatred for the man and that it destroys their narrative if he does anything that's even remotely a gesture towards their priorities like a big bipartisan border deal, which Donald Trump told our own Laura Ingram, of course, I'm not going to support that. It helps the other guy. Jesse's right that there are a bunch of people for whom immigration is their number one issue, but they all identify as Republicans. The latest Quinnipiac poll, for instance, has the number one issue for Democrats as preserving democracy, something that Joe Biden talks about a lot and obviously has a great case against Donald Trump. When they talk about Americans... In the latest Gallup poll, all Americans identify immigration. Did you look at the breakdown of who? I'm talking about Americans, Jessica. Oh, we're not red and blue? No, there's some Democrats that also care about immigration. Yes, but ranking it as the number one issue and saying this is going to define the election has failed for Republicans repeatedly. 2018, the Caravan 2016, Trump won on immigration. I'm talking about 2018 and 2020 when we had these caravans, right? You remember? And then, right, they They stopped because also it was an illusion that we were having a mass invasion and people didn't like that kind of language. That doesn't mean that it isn't affecting liberal cities now. This Operation Lone Star, which is what Governor Abbott has done in terms of shipping migrants, has obviously made an impact. But we are not relying on the FBI data about migrant crime to say that areas that have gotten the most migrants from Operation Lone Star have lower crime rates. We have city data. And that's what NBC News did a big investigation into that. And found that to be the case. So, yes, Lake and Riley, it's a terrible tragedy. But it doesn't mean that these are all bad hombres that are coming across. I mean, he says that they're poisoning the country. What are they here for? To work. What are millions of single military-aged men from China, from countries where they don't have any kind of documentation, where there are terror hotspots from all around the world? What do you think they're here for? You think that, that they're not working, the Chinese they're not working, they're getting there. debit cards from the mayor of New York, no, the, they're, all, they're taking over hotels program. in it's, Washington, D.C. They've taken over a homeless shelter. This this gang of illegal immigrants who've come in, they've completely taken the street over. Does that mean they're, they're wielding knives the or I've seen them. They're dealing drugs. They're getting arrested. It's not just Lake and Riley. I can give you dozens of examples of people who've been victims of crimes. Over the past week, you had a two year old who was killed by an illegal immigrant in Maryland. You had a young woman, 14 years old, raped by an illegal immigrant in Louisiana. The list goes on and on and on. You have people um, hiding all of this in the community because they're undocumented and the women who are in these situations have no voice when it comes to what's happening. Back to the visit from yesterday with President Joe Biden and, and former President Donald Trump. Donald Trump was meeting with Texas DPS and the Texas National Guard, people who are actually doing something to stop this from happening, to stop these people that Joe Biden invited into the country from hurting young women and children in every city across the country. Joe Biden was meeting with political officials and Border Patrol agents who he has given orders to work against Texas. You just had the standoff in the park where they were allowing people to come in while Joe Biden stands up and demands more money from the American taxpayer, not to stop 
dangerous people from coming into their cities, but to process more of them. That's what he wants, and that's what he wants Republicans to give him. There's also this problem. Well, it's a problem as I see it, Tyrus. Jesse touched on it for a second, which is there is this narrative from the left that it is racist and incorrect to in any way connect or even talk about uh, illegal immigration and crime. The problem is that that then, by extension, means that people aren't even allowed to, in reporting the Lake and Riley story, mention that the man who's accused of killing her was undocumented because right. that becomes racist. That's when you decide. You then how, have to deny reality. That's when how, you need to decide how popular you need to be on social media that week. I'll say it. The man was a minority. He was an invasive, illegal alien who killed an American citizen and even one's too many. And we need to say that. Now, let's just say that. Let's just take their talking points. When somebody missteps and misdiagnoses somebody's gender or gets their name wrong, there will be somebody that will come out and be like, this affects everyone. This affects the whole community. Everyone's offended because Jesse said dang to Tyrus the day after Black History Month. You know, and then we'll just stretch it out from there. And I was triggered, right? So then they would have a whole campaign teaching everybody in this office to not say dang around Tyrus. So with that mindset, if Tyrus was killed by an illegal invader, wouldn't that they come out and make sure that everyone understood what to look for and everyone should be more alert on the border and we all should be better because we need to protect him and his community from apparently giant phobic murderers. No, they don't. It only works on their side of the street. It only works on simple things that you can fix that don't matter. Anyone that comes into this country illegally, we we're not against people immigrating. We're against people coming in the wrong way. And if you don't and people who want to say it's racist because it hasn't hit them yet. Wait until somebody hurts your family member. Wait till you get robbed and you ask what happened to the guy. Well, he's a this, that, whatever they need. The president came down there and here's the other side of it. Just at this point, just be real with us. You're fine. You got an office. You took all every one of the executive orders. You went like that. You open the door, say, this is what we wanted. So we're breaking a few eggs. We're going to figure it out. We like this open border. It's working. Our constituents likes it. We're not changing anything. You don't like it, Republicans? Tough vote. Just be like that. Don't go in there and be like, hey, let's talk about climate change. No. First of all, he was talking about the Texas wildfires and thanking first responders, which he was in the local area. So that made sense. He Second of all, you were making the argument. The you were making the, the argument for the bipartisan border deal, though. That no, put, yes, you I, are. Because no, you I don't want seven no things. Judges. I want. I want one bill. I'm a one bill guy. One, all right. What do you want? Stop the border. Bill. Cool. I'm not. I'm not paying for Ukraine. What is your guys? I'm getting harassed. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta get out of here. But stay with us because coming up next is it a giveaway or a solution to the homeless crisis? You get to decide. Democratic Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib has a new plan to dole out cash to homeless people in her district. We're going to get into that. Dull hardwood floor? Quick. Well, it's a squad cash giveaway. Michigan Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib proposing a socialist-style pilot program to pay homeless people. It would give $1,400 per month for three years to people under the age of 30. Tlaib claims the bill, if passed, could help end homelessness in America. But this left-wing fantasy has already been tried out in a Democratic city, Washington, D.C., and as you can imagine, it was a disaster. A low-income mom was given $10,000 and spent six grand 
on a luxury trip to Miami. And even San Francisco is pulling back on their handouts. The liberal city is set to pass a law that would force welfare recipients to pass a drug test. So, Jesse, haven't we contributed billions of dollars to this homeless issue in taxpayer dollars, whether it's a federal or local level already? And now they just want to hand out more of your cash. Pop quiz, Katie. How many homeless people were in the United States in 1990? I'll answer for you. It was 200,000. That number has tripled in 30 years. We've spent billions and we've tripled the homeless population. So what's happening is we're spending money to create homelessness and create an industry that profits from homelessness. Everybody knows it's a drug thing. It's a mental illness thing. It's the fact that you can't even get arrested for sleeping on the sidewalks anymore. If we bring back mental institutions and we incentivize the tax code to keep families together and maybe throw some people in the prison so they hit rock bottom, so they're not just lounging at rock bottom bottom with free needles and free REI tents and everything else that they want. I'm glad you asked me this question because in my new book, which you can pre-order on Amazon, Get It Together, I, I interviewed I yesterday. a homeless junkie. Thank you, Tyrus. Let Tyrus be an example to all of you out there. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he too. explains how his family was so dysfunctional. Like Elvis impersonators. He was out in Long Island. He started with marijuana. Then it led Sounds to methamphetamine. Like and then all of a sudden, he's mentally ill, getting kicked out of the subway by police at 4 a.m., and he skips out on his drug rehab. Yeah. This is what happens when you become such a permissive society. You'll learn more about that in my book. Okay. How did you get to follow the book, and you don't even have a discount code for people? That's, That's true. We'll get there. That's just... No, no, we'll that's real friends, that's real just friends rude. pay full We're price. We gotta sell real for friends price pay full price. So, Tyrus, what caught my eye about her proposal the most outside of the money, obviously, is that it's for people under 30 years old. Yeah, like, that's shouldn't the you group. get a job, go to work? That's the age where you should be. Here's the problem with free money. It doesn't matter what. It, it's free money and it never works. When you give somebody something they haven't earned, I don't care. It, do, it just doesn't work. Especially if you give if you give a lump sum of money who somebody who is struggling, not dealing with money, they, their first needs, they, they get into the wrong mindset and you're giving it. No, it's you need the incentive is to get out. And the way to get out is hard times. Even if I, I lifetime welfare recipient is garbage. Five years, three years. I've always been a big like you need you can will help everybody, but it's help. It's not home. Right. And this just you you're you're I'm just going to get money. We saw it in the pandemic with how many people we made new millionaires yeah. during the pandemic. And then they were broke when the money stopped coming in because they were going on vacations and trips. It all goes back to one thing. We need to re look at our education system yeah. because it needs to start then it needs to start. We need to get our parents back. We need grandma and grandpa back in the schools. We need, we need, we need to start building from the front. And Jesse, you're a thousand percent right. Mental institutions, all that stuff, save the free money, put it into a building to get them help. Because every time you give somebody free money, yeah. one, they never pay it back. Right. And two, it never goes to what it's supposed to do. Well, Jessica, it also seems like it needs to start in the home. And maybe if you get a $10,000 check from the local government, you shouldn't spend it on a $6,000 trip in Miami. Maybe you nope. should use that money for a college fund or something else like that. Or six months rent. Right. Totally. And to that point, there was actually a study out of Vancouver, something called the New Leaf Project, which is a charitable organization. So they found a group of 115 homeless people that were identified by local shelters. You had to be homeless for less than two years. So people newer to the system, they gave each of them seventy five hundred dollars. And they also had a group that got coaching and workshops, but without the money. So everyone gets the advice on how to get a job, how to dress for success, you know. 
etc. And the group that got the coaching and the money all spent the money in ways that you would deem appropriate on food, on rent. And then it ended up actually that they were able to find secure housing and saving the organization nearly $1,000 per annum mm-hmm. because of that. So that is the combination and how this can work. I'm sure Rashida Tlaib will flesh out the proposal more. But we have seen success in Vancouver of giving away, quote, free money, but it working to get people back with training. Feet. But it's, yeah. I think Katie's yeah, point. I, there has to be training. Yeah. But Katie's point is the most salient because it's who you're giving the money to that matters the most, right? It's young, very young people in this country, children and very old people who are the most vulnerable to becoming homeless, who are likelier to be homeless. These are the people who need financial help. Not people who are 18 to 30 years old who are the likeliest to be able to find work in yeah, this country. Right. So using that as a model, to me, doesn't make any sense, no matter what district in the country you're in. It definitely doesn't incentivize you to work for most of your life. All right. Coming up, dramatic video of a semi-truck hanging off of a bridge. How it ended, up next. Welcome back. It's time for the fastest. First up, a terrifying scene in Louisville, Kentucky. A semi-truck hanging off a bridge after crashing into the guardrail, looking like it could fall into the river at any moment. Brave first responders rescuing the driver. She is safe. The firefighter who performed the incredible rescue speaking out. Thank God. That's what she kept saying. Thank God. And I, I told her, I said, just take a deep breath. And then here's what I need you to do. Cause I need her to assist in, you know, moving certain ways to be able to get the harness on. Right. And once we did that, we got her free of the seatbelt and, uh, she was on my system. So I knew that we were good from there. We just needed to bring her on up. It was a team effort without everybody doing their job. We wouldn't be able to have successful rescue. And right as we speak, the cab of the semi truck is literally still dangling, but again, everyone is safe. Tyrus. I get off at five. I can't pick the truck up till at least six. <laughs> so I got up at six. Great work. I can't get over to the last six thirty. So just hang hold, in, hang in time. there. You know what, man? This is every time you just want to give up and say it's a, it's the world's a rotten. Like place, everything is terrible. A hero yeah. stands among us and comes in and saves the day, and he gets a positive, dang. <laughs> so we turn. We took the ugliness of dang, and we've turned it around because dang, ladies and gentlemen, that's a hero. I mean. Yeah, oh, we could we could sit. In yeah, silence. well, it's anyone. Yeah, I don't really know what to say. That's like my worst nightmare that I never knew I had. Or every oh, I think, yeah, it's all the time. terrible. I Do you think, think it would be worse to be hanging there like that if you know not be rescued, or to actually have your vehicle like fall in the water and you have oh, to escape uh, drowning? I would. Sure. I would rather hang than definitely worse. You die in the water, right? And try to get out of the truck. If that goes know. in the water, you're screwed. So yep. it was a female think, driver? Is that what happened? I know. Okay. I'm just, no, I'm not, I'm not saying. You're just you asking facts. Driver, I'm just asking not. because I want to know from the females at the table. <laughs> Who are no when the female driver was rescued by that heroic strapping young man, do you think she has feelings for him now? What did you say? You heard romantic. That's the feels? worst question I've ever heard in my life. Do you think if you're dangling and this man has you like this around and he's saving your life, do you think you might develop feelings? I think again, I grateful, yes. I the producers are actually trying to save your job, so I've got to move on. Um, up next, who in their right mind works out at four in the morning? This guy. Working 
transdermal pec. And also the triceps are already burned out, so really focusing a lot of effort on the pectoralis major. This is one of the toughest exercises in the book. It looks simple, he makes it look easy. Doctor's good, huh? Mark Wahlberg showing off his ripped physique, grinded in the gym for his daily 4 a.m. workout session in a video he posted. He also starts his day with a cold plunge, sitting in a 35-degree tub of water and ice. I'm very interested in cold plunges. <laughs> oh, I've been doing Try cold it. plunges. You've done oh, it? You have. I've done it. I've done them. Yep. What's it like? Where do you It's not that bad. Is it not? It's like horrible, and then you get used to it. But how long do you sit in there? Three minutes. That's it. Uh, At 40, 40 degrees. Or a little. What are 40 minutes? But that's... Athletes sit in there. I mean, they do their interviews, right? You walk in and... Sit in there. You do it. What is it good for? It's good for everything. It will change your life. It's the difference between success and failure. You have to do the cold plunge. Even if you have to get in the water and a team of guys not afraid to get hit by you, dump the ice once you get in there. But you have to do it. It's great for your joints. Who has a team of guys coming to work? Mark Mark Wahlberg and me. You've got to have friends. And Katie. I don't have a team. Yeah, how do you do it? You've got to have a team. There's different styles. You can even buy stuff online you get yeah. special tubs but basically bag of ice and some water you should be fine try it just a morning exerciser right well i've done the ice Not plunge a- and i'm with tyrus except if you go 20 minutes at that degrees you're gonna get frostbite so please yeah go at 45 degrees for three and a half minutes and it could change you into a conservative <laughs> yeah. it's, I it, it from the tub I'll tell you what though, we'll find out real quick if she's got a potty mouth or not when she hits that cold water. She's exactly. gonna let us know exactly they need to do a five you where everyone's really in the cold talk. water because the truth is. Can you will imagine come out. what Piero would be saying if she was in a cold plunge? <laughs> she doesn't need it. She'd be the only one in the cold plunge going, This is fine. I don't know what you guys are talking about. This is great. You guys are weak. Okay, uh Fan Mail Friday's up next. That dang fang will get you. Oh, yeah, it's Fan Mail Friday. Speed round. All right. Instagram question from Frenchie Firecracker. What is the most fun thing everyone should have in their backyard? Go. Can I pass? Yes, go. Trampoline. I was going to say trampoline, but then I'll say grill. I know it's... Like, Girl, but, we got yeah, okay. a dog. Yes, dog. that's oh, a good answer. Does. I agree. Watching your children grow. Oh, All right, okay. question two. What is the funniest wrong number call or text you ever received? I, ca- I can't say it on TV. Nice. Go, Jesse. Oh, yeah. I think I called my mom, and it was supposed to be my wife, and it was bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's really bad. We'll stop there. Yeah, Jessica. Um. I haven't had that that much, but I've had people call. We had an all sequential numbers call my dad instead of calling me. Oh, nice. Yeah, that keeps happening to me, too. People keep calling to buy land for me. I don't have any land. (laughs) (laughs) No land. Uh, I got a missed call from Gutfeld, and I ended up here. So here we go. All right. What type of guest are you at a party? Judging by your other answers, I think I know where this is going. I'm the best one. Okay. At a party. Jesse? You can find me by the bar. I'm, like, a little annoying. Like, I'm like, how can I help? Can I help? But it's because of my social anxiety. Like, I don't want to talk to people. Oh, you're saying you're annoying at a party? All right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's annoying. She's really helpful. I'm the life of the party. Life of the party. Oh, that's fine. I'm usually paying for the damages. All right. What, uh, What everyday animal are you afraid of? 
Um, a grasshopper. Squirrel. Rat. Cockroaches. Everything else knows not to worry. Wait, rats and cockroaches. Are I don't. I don't like. I don't like lap cats. I don't like cats who sit on people's laps. All right. Whoa. What is the best surprise you gave someone? Okay. Oh my God. Jesse. I, I'm Proposal. <laughs> um, my husband lost his wedding band and I replaced oh, it. Nice. I gave my parents me. Oh, I gave oh. my husband a surprise. Well, she wasn't party. surprised. That was my uh, answer. Four children. All right. Uh, four cool. children. What, what TV show, past or present, has the best intro song? Ooh, ooh. What? Oh, my God, I'm bombing out. I'm oh, sorry. Jesse. Cheers. I can't do it. Oh, oh, you stole my answer. Okay, figure it out. Katie. The terminal list. Friends, friends, friends. All right. No, three's, three's company. All right. Oh, three's Would you rather have a pause or a rewind button in your life? Pause. I'm going to rewind. Pause. Pause. Rewind. Must be a thing. What sound lulls you to sleep? One answer. that keeps you up. Lulls me to sleep is my daughter. Keeps me up is my daughter. Cool. Uh, keeps me up snoring. Uh, not Emma. Uh, makes, me go, <laughs> <laughs> makes me go to sleep. Uh, the wind. Uh, the sound. I'm adjusted to my daughter's sound so machine. Sound. Okay, bye. We're going to do uh, this. Puts me to sleep. An airplane. Awesome. Uh, I don't know puts, the other one. This is a puts, lot of pressure. Puts me to sleep, rain, keys me up. My wife asking me questions when I'm tired. This is very high pressure. We have done it. Sure We've done it. All the work. questions. One more thing is up next. That's how you do it. Welcome to Fun. Time out for one more thing. An airplane window battle. Is this allowed? If you are not really seated next to someone's window on a plane, do you have the authority, some call it the audacity, to knock it down? Well, no, this guy no. went to war with probably what looks like a nine-year-old <laughs> and won. Uh, Jesse Waters, primetime tonight. A very special show. So special we can't give it away, but it is special, and it's at 8 o'clock. Jessica. Are you efforting a good guest as we speak? <laughs> I think it might be the naked lady with the mace. You said that I sent you that extra video. That that has something to do with it. Oh, all right. I'm a fact finder now. Okay, play my thing. You go, girl. You go, girl. Okay. Caitlin Clark has officially declared for the WNBA draft. The Iowa basketball star announced her fourth season with the Hawkeyes will be her last, even though she has another year of eligibility. Her career has been chock full of accomplishments, from winning all five National Player of the Year awards last year to now being only 18 points from passing Pistol Pete Maravich's NCAA scoring record for both men and women. Before saying goodbye to the Hawkeyes at the end of the season, she hopes to help lead her team to the championship title. You go, girl. You go, girl. Yeah. All right. Tyrus. What it is. All right. Ever wonder how the U.S. Navy tests its aircraft lot system? I do all the time. <laughs> they fling massive 80,000-pound cars off a oh, catapult God. track on a supercarrier's bow at, at speeds topping 150 miles per hour before they soar in the air and splash into a river. Oh, my looks God. Fun. Look at that. That looks like a good time oh, right there. Skips. Dang. It's, skip. it's like a, it yeah, skip. Like it's a like skip and rock. It's a right? triple so skip. Scary. Yeah, and, and, and if you want to, speaking of skip, you can just skip that. And come check out my Nuff Said comedy tour, or be sure to pick up a copy of my new book. So there's a bunch of dates. And Can you pronounce some of those cities and states? Yeah, please. I will pronounce them during your time while I stand over you. Beat the light <laughs> I've warned you. What's done, the thing we that worked, I say? Our friendship is done. It's done. Okay. Got on to it was Illinois. We were Illinois. there. Illinois. Yeah, it was there. Illinois. And then you to go there. Illinois. And he corrected me on live TV. I did. Well, 
And the only reason why is because I I know that the world still has a need for waters. Oh, thank so, you. But when it's up, when it's up, I'm coming for you like death on a Wednesday. What is the world? Jesse at least got my name right today. He had to try really hard, but he did. He did practice. Okay, so take a look at this. It's safe to say this Missouri state trooper does not miss leg day. He single-handedly moved this hay bale out of the roadway, and maybe tires could give him a few tips. No, maybe no. That was formless phenomenal. The hail, the hay bale, is estimated to weigh between twelve hundred and seventeen hundred pounds, which is insane. That's almost a ton. And he did it all by himself. So look at that. You go, boy. You go, boy. Exactly. No, no, no. Up. That's a grown-ass man right there. You go, grown-ass man. There you go. <laughs> I don't think they're supposed to be that big. I've never seen a hay bale that big. Never seen one that's taller than a man. They can get huge out there. Yep. Maybe that's they Nebraska just... big. Damn. Yep. Missouri. Right. Missouri. Look at this. This <laughs> fabulous Australian doggy. He was caught red-handed devouring all of his owner's groceries. Oh, no. The owner is Jack. He came back and realized that the dog had eaten an entire rotisserie chicken while he was gone getting another bag of groceries. There's, there he is, the doggy oh. looking very guilty. Dang. You can't put a bag of groceries next to the you dog. You can't put a Come chicken on. next a to your yeah. dog. Can't they Come not on. have chicken bones? He's just so cute. Look at him. Well, I love we'll it. find out. He probably he got really guilty. He probably got sick. Man. That's a lot of chicken. Dang dog. Dog. Dang, dog. Dang, dog. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night. Listen to The Five ad-free on Amazon Music with your Prime membership or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.